from the Stereo Sound Record Studios, your home for the best in unsigned and indie punk, rock, and metal. This is The Mosh Pit with your host, Wes Everett. Welcome to the Mosh Pit. It's your host, Wes Everett, and I'm here with Miss Taryn from Lilith Rising. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. So before we jump into it, 
you guys, how did lockdown affect you guys? Did it help you with any more music writing? Did it help? Did it hurt? What, um, how was that? I would say it's probably a mixed bag. I actually joined the band under lockdown, (laughs) Um, which was really good for me and my mental health because we, I was stuck inside for the most part and I am introverted anyway, so it's fine. But music overall um, is what gets me there. So I was asked to join this band who wasn't Lilith Rising at the time, but I was asked to join a band and I went out and I met with these guys and we were all like super safe about like, this is our pod, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but we actually did uh, get together during 2020. So we got together in the summer of 2020. Um, okay. And it's not until 2021 or like the end of 2020 when we became Lilith Rising. Um, overall, we did a lot of writing, um, but we also were kind of working on the songs that we had from the previous band too. So we were okay. kind of going in and out, but we did release a song in 2021 called Goddess Rising um, underneath our new name and everything. So that it did help a bit and it didn't at the same time because there's also like scheduling conflicts and all other stuff. So, yeah, I feel that. Like I said, I like to ask, you know, because we all know that it was a horrible time of year. I mean, it's crazy mm-hmm. to think it's been almost three years we're yeah. still we're still kind of processing it yeah absolutely but i think um overall it put a lot of things in perspective mm-hmm. and for me personally it was about being and this sounds bad but just being a little bit more selfish on the things that i want um or just like not letting others dictate what I'm doing you know (laughs) um so it it puts a lot of perspective on the fact that one you I start I I, I've always cared about people but I cared about people even more in that time period but it was the same flip side of that was me thinking about myself too like Mm -hmm. personally what's affecting my mental health and what's draining me so it's it's one of those things it's like letting go of all the bullshit you know that doesn't matter (laughs) so it does put a lot of things in perspective and i've had like a couple of those like aha moments you know Mm -hmm. that that's it it's a i'd say you know it's a curse but it's also a blessing you know there's there's two sides of that coin oh yeah oh yeah and i think a lot of people took that and really you know applied it to themselves of okay no more putting off things. Let's actually do what I say I'm going to do. I'll be honest. It, it really pushed me. I mean, cause I, I was starting to kind of get lax with the podcast and I was like, you know what? It's like, yeah. this could be the end. We, I got to start pushing some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I know a lot of people that were like, the only thing I can do is podcasts. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I can only talk to my musician friends through you know podcasts um there are some shows that were still able to happen they were all outside um mm-hmm. but they you know it the, the you couldn't really be inside you couldn't yeah. do the uh like crowd experience that you really really wanted to do we actually oh, yeah. have a tip jar that says uh <laughs> yeah, tips are like hugs but without all the germs we still have it like it's <laughs> nice nice i love it i love it yeah Let's talk about your influences that you bring into Lilith Rising. Who are some that you pull from? 
Uh, I'd say I pull from a lot of things. Like I just take everything that I love and just mash it together. <laughs> um, but overall, I have favorite bands that I'm like, I like this and I like this from them and so on and so forth. So one of my first loves, my first true love was Nightwish. Um, and then Within Temptation came right after that. Because once you're into one like Euro metal band, you're into a lot of them. You know? yep. um, and I was like 15 years old. My boyfriend at the time introduced me to, uh, I think it's uh, the first song I heard was like Nemo or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it actually wasn't that one, but I can never remember the name of the song. I, I sing it all the time, but I never remember the name of it. Uh, but I was introduced to Nightwish when I was like 15 and I was like, I love it. I want to be just like Nightwish at that point um, because I had no, my brain wasn't fully developed. Uh, and then I discovered with the temptation, um, of course, everybody likes Evanescence because that was, you know, the U.S. Uh, side of it. So I did like Evanescence. I clinged on to that. Um, but as I grew older, I was looking at other bands like, dream theater um and then i fell in love with paramore i um have this one band that i really like right now it's called Ava under fire not as a big of a band but a really great band uh edge of paradise is a really awesome band um i i tend to cling to all like female fronted bands but i'd also say that i at one point i was really into cradle of filth so sometimes i'm i'm looking back at their stuff going how can i put some of that energy into my music um i trying to learn a little bit more uh because i i have some growls in the background of the new song so it's trying to use some of that ability that i learned when i was like 18 and pull it to now like 35 year old me (laughs) you know um but i was forced to learn how to growl when i was 18 19 years old by a record company so I am now using that experience today and like relearning how to control that without messing up my vocals. So I I have a ton of, I have a ton of influences. I, I go anywhere. We cover uh, a journey song. We cover separate ways. So I'm like, I love journey. Um, and just all over the board. (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. Now temperamental get out.
say the record label forced you to growl. I kind of want to kind of want to know about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no one really knows of my band back in the day. Uh, and that there, there's a good reason why it's because we technically never existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were in a band uh, in New York City. I, I met all these guys in Jersey and we all went to New York City and we got this small label that signed us and it was one of those things where it's got a large like parent company mm-hmm. over that like independent label and they were signing artists that were like unknown and like small and then you with most lab- labels they sign a bunch all at the same time they put their yeah. eggs in all those baskets and then whoever does the best is the one that you know yeah gets the most money um but we were 18, 19 years old. We were idiots. Um, we signed a contract that basically says you have all of our songs. Uh, we we took the money, but you have all of our songs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just like, yeah, cool. Like, this is my dream, <laughs> you know. Uh, so the record label didn't do well. We did all these songs. We did an entire album. We were actually starting to tour. Uh, we were picking up momentum, in, at least regionally. And then they didn't do what the parent company wanted them to do. So they shut it down. And with all of that went our songs. (laughs) No option to buy back or anything? Uh, What? I said no option to buy back? No, no, no. I did find out legally I can take the melodies, but Mm -hmm. none of the like recordings or anything like that. I actually heard one of my songs was sold off because I actually heard it chord for chord is being played today. Oh, wow. um, and I kind of want to reach out to that band and be like, how you liking my song? <laughs> you <know>? You're <laughs> welcome, by the way. That. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, because, you know, we, we draw influence from everybody. It's like, mm-hmm. it's your song now. It's fine. Um, but on the growling portion of it, they wanted me to be marketed basically as another evanescence because you're thinking about this this is 2005 2006 going into 2007 um Mm. evanescence was the one that was picking up speed that was the band you know and uh they wanted us to kind of be like evanescence but they wanted the grouse so i was taught to be both well i'd already know how to be a clean singer but also be you know a screamer um i do very well at the false chord which is just the growl the Mm -hmm. fry is a little bit hard (laughs) the one where you add tone so i i ended up i end up doing more of like a mixture between the two but the growl is the easiest thing to do because it's less less noise it's it's just noise it's less Mm -hmm. like control that you have to have um but I'm kind of, you know, I as I started with Lilith Rising, well, before we were Winter Solstice, I started picking up all my growls again, being like, hey, I can put this into the set and I can now like sound really cool compared to all these other guys that are also screaming, you know, mm-hmm. I can clean scream and just like throw in a growl every once in a while. So I'll get right in somebody's face and like do that one growl. <laughs> it's like, hey. Just so you know, I'm here. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So moving on to live shows, what you guys are working mm-hmm. on. Um, what do you have coming up? 
Uh, well, I think this will be out after the show, but mm. the the fifteenth the is our next show. We're actually going to be with Edge of Destiny. Um, we were asked to come on to their one show that they're doing here in Charlotte. So we're going to be at the Milestone, and um, we'll be with Hemlock Grove. Um, and there's another. It's Wes. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I should have I should have had it written down. Here. No, you're good. But you're good. With, with with Edge of Destiny, um, they're a band out of Texas, and they're doing a, a Christmas tour. So, um, all so they actually have a uh, a, a release that they did for for Christmas. So, uh, I was like, really cool to have another uh, woman fronted band to uh, hang out with. Um, which I did last night as well. <laughs> nice. uh, we did win, Women of Rock at um, the Rooster, and it may sound like I'm biased, but I am a little bit. <laughs> you know? Hey, look, um, I enjoy it. <laughs> that's uh, us women have to stick together and like in this scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the next show that we have coming up, and then we're going to go on a little bit of you know holiday break. Um, except me and Thomas, we're actually going to get together my guitarist and go over some new songs Mm -hmm. um, because my hope is to get another song out in like February, Mm -hmm. hopefully around my birthday. My birthday is February 12th. So I'm hoping Mm -hmm. to get it out by then because it's it's halfway done. It just needs to get the other half done. (laughs) Nice. But it's another song that I've been sitting on for like two years. And he's just now sonically and like the got the vision that mm-hmm. I wanted from the song. Cause originally I was listening to like Livson, um, Livson's version of a Danzig cover. Mm-hmm. And that's where it came from originally. Um, but then it just kind of evolved into this, like, I want it to be dark and then like, and slow at the beginning and then build to a big, um, like I'm gonna kill you type of finish, you know. I like it. I like it. I can't wait to hear it. Um, so you say in February? Hopefully, February and March. It's one okay. of the birthdays, so it's either gonna be my birthday or around Alan's birthday, wherever the Friday falls mm-hmm. during that time. Gotcha. <laughs> it's best gotcha. to release music on Fridays. So yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. You remember back when everything used to release on Tuesdays? Oh yeah. yeah. Now it's Friday. It released on Tuesdays, I think, because of like Billboard. Mm-hmm. So they wanted to to have the Billboard set for the next week. Yep. So you could only release on Tuesdays to Thursdays, and now everything's released on like Fridays. So I'm yep. here for it. Hey, as long as we get new music, I don't care when it's released. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about dropping it early, but I was so scared that like DistroKid wasn't going to communicate properly to the rest uh, of the stores oh that's a pain that is a pain and i was up all night thinking about it and be like is it going to release properly like last time it didn't release like exactly on time mm-hmm. uh, so this time around i was like up until like four o'clock in the morning five o'clock in the morning sitting there waiting <laughs> i was like i know it's not going to be up until nine i said it like it's and then I woke up at like 9.20 and I'm like, oh crap, I gotta go to social media. <laughs> That's killer. Ah, yeah, last week's show actually uh, dropped two days early. Oh yeah? Yeah, I have no idea why. I just, I, I got to post it on Thursday and I looked at it at like 7 o'clock and I was like, oh, show's already live. Yeah. 
Well, for those of you paying attention, you got an early show. Yeah, absolutely. There you go. Ethos, begin with the end.
is your um when you go in the studio do you have a do you have a style do you have a a a regiment i would say of how you put your songs together song like vocals or track um I would say up until this point, I don't have much of a structure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think Thomas is going to push structure on me a little bit more. Um, so, for instance, Dear Lilith has been sitting there for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, my hope was it would already be done by now, but I think the universe is okay with it being exactly the way it is because now that we have a new guitarist, he has mm-hmm. really pushed it in the direction. That guitar part mm-hmm. was rewritten like 50 times and then he came in and it was done (laughs) um but i came up i come up with a lot of like lyrics in my sleep um so dear lilith was actually pushed to me in my sleep at like three o'clock in the morning um i woke up and i already had a melody in my head so i'm assuming i don't know what but it just was pushed into my head so i'm sitting there i'm writing down the lyrics as fast as i can because uh, the hook is the first thing that comes in. So I'm like writing them down and I sing the melody into my phone and then I go back to sleep. <laughs> um, so I put that to the band at the time and we were trying to put it together. And the guitarist at the time actually already had a song that was similar. It was in the same key. Um, so he actually took my part that I sung into the microphone. I'd sung the melody out and he split it apart to put it in place which helped um and then at that point we were just trying to polish it and then he left the band to go be with his cover band because his cover band's making money so i'm like cool whatever uh and we had to find new guitarist (laughs) (laughs) um but when it comes to like the studio thing of it uh once thomas was in the band he had made sure everything was nice and polished and then i don't really have a studio i have a place in my house where I just go and record. Um, It's the back porch and um, there's a microphone back there and it's usually 12 o'clock in the morning or something because I'm a mom. So that's when like I had time to do recording when it's quiet in the house. So I sit down, I kind of like focus for a little bit. I would call it like somewhat of meditation. I drink some tea, usually like honey, green tea, something like that um and then i record and i record and record and record until i'm done (laughs) um i think i sent thomas about 20 takes just dry no editing just that's what you're getting um and i actually text him like are you okay with me just sending you everything because i don't know if this is shit or (laughs) or not (laughs) and then i just kept texting him after that i was like did you listen to it is it good like should I do it again and he's like no you're good like it sounds great we just need to like um move some stuff around and that kind of thing and he's really good at like the engineering portion of it too uh at the last minute I was re-recording the the chorus because I wanted to hit a note better um so yeah a lot of it is just kind of because we can work virtually he sends me stuff and then I can send stuff back um but I think the next time I actually do want to record with him in person mm. uh, for the most part so I can get his feedback live because mm. I very much like um, instant feedback. 
oh, yeah. rather than waiting. <laughs> oh, yeah. My normal process back in the day when I was in professional studios was being in a studio for three days mm-hmm. with a producer constantly yelling at me and telling me what to do. So this is a very lax environment that we have here. And and being in the studio with somebody else, it also you even when they don't say anything, you can see mm-hmm. it. You can you can get that feel from okay, this is going in the right direction. This is something's a little off yeah so yeah i get that 100 percent. or you get ideas you have somebody to bounce ideas off of instead of just me sitting there by myself so like i can all of a sudden have like a light bulb go off my head like wait Mm -hmm. we should do something else Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i've been doing it this way because you practice a song before you go in the studio and you like i've been doing it this way for so long and then i change it because the ending of Dear Lilith was not that ending. It was, it went back to the ooze the, that I did in the beginning and in the middle. It just went yeah. back. But now we ended it on the high notes <laughs> rather than okay. going back to the ooze. So I think that really changes the dynamic overall of the song. Yeah, I also cool. did, didn't, um, it, when I was with the previous guitarist, we were also talking about how to end the song overall and it was again it was just going to go back on the ooze but we actually decided to end it back on the bridge just Mm -hmm. a higher version of that and it didn't dawn on me until the last minute that i also ended goddess rising on a bridge (laughs) (laughs) because i went back to the bridge and redid it but it it ended on the high note again so i like high notes i'm good like that's my favorite thing to do there you go there you go (laughs) lilith rising Dear Lilith.
Do you have any advice for any bands trying to make a name for themselves? <laughs> I mean, I'm still trying to do that. Um, I can go off of, you know, what I know overall. Um, patience is definitely a virtue. Um, if if you don't have a lot of material and you're going out and doing shows um, and you fill it in with, like, your like covers and things like that i feel like that's perfectly okay so let's say uh i we actually have six original songs that we can play live and then we pad it out with like three covers but those three covers are i i feel i make them my own i feel like we make them our own uh so but it's kind of an introduction to me to us like my voice their voice you know that kind of thing um so have patience but also you can't make a name for yourself nobody knows who you are so if you have those three original songs four original songs something like that uh go out talk to people go to shows uh network yourself uh even if you can't play shows um go to your local scene and make sure that they know who you are um I've been a little bit dormant for 2022, which I feel bad for. But before uh, I was going to shows, like as soon as they let us out in 2021, I was starting to go to shows. Like I was like everybody show and I was doing my own shows and that kind of stuff. And I was just like, um, I want you guys, I want to talk to you guys and I want to play with you guys, you know, that kind of thing. Another thing, unfortunately, is social media. Um, I, when I was starting to promote, that Dear Lilith was coming up, I took, this is a little bit of an advantage. I took some of the following that I had from my business account on TikTok. And I said, hey, if you guys want to follow me over here, you already like me here. So you're going to probably like me over here. Go follow my band, you know? (laughs) And um, they did. There's like a good thousand of them came over um, or maybe like 800 came over and started following the account. And then from there, I'm like, you know, make sure you follow us on YouTube. Make sure you follow us on Spotify. I'm not going to release any sample until we get to 100 subscribers, you know. And 100 subscribers is not, you know, big in the grand scheme of things. But uh, now we're at 150, you know. <laughs> People you are seeing it. So um, social media can be your friend. It's daunting, but it can be your friend. TikTok, especially um tends to be a really good community that kind of like wraps around their musicians and their artists. So even if you don't like TikTok, I recommend it. Um, And Instagram is good, but 
uh, again, it's, it's, it's not as community driven as it was before TikTok is. And then Facebook would be like my last place that I typically post things. And that would be my local scene that's right there. So yeah. you have your bigger, you know, like nationwide. Some people follow us from Germany, which is really cool. And then you got Instagram, which is still like nationwide or, you know, worldwide. And then you got Facebook. I think that's more my regional uh, mm. North Carolina, South Carolina people who see my posts the most there. Um, but sometimes the algorithm is not algorithming. So no. <laughs> you just got to keep at it um, and not give up because there's a lot of times where I want to give up, like no one's seen my post, but there is actually like 50 people seeing and liking the post. So that if there's 50 people in the crowd that love you, that's awesome. You know? Yeah. So um, I think that maybe my biggest thing is just don't give up um, music. If music is a passion for you and more than a hobby, I'm saying it's not a hobby. It's a passion. Like you can't live without it type of thing. Just keep going. Because there's always going to be a place for you somewhere in this industry. Um, so there'll be somebody that loves you. There'll be people that hate you, but there'll be people that love you and <laughs> and completely validate everything that you've been doing. Minor Strut, State of Mind.
long-winded but yeah <laughs> it was a lot of good advice though it's a lot of good advice yeah um taryn thank you so much for sitting in on this podcast yeah you're welcome thank you for having me <laughs> oh, absolutely um usually we try to do like a six-month follow-up see what's going on see what's new yeah so i'll reach out to you there should be a lot going on <laughs> that'll be awesome that'll be awesome yeah. um before you go plug your socials tell everybody where they can find you guys Okay. Yeah. So um, we are Loth Rising Official with the underscores underneath it on Instagram. Um, also Loth Rising Official. I don't think there's anything underneath them on TikTok. Uh, we are on YouTube as well. Uh, everything says official at the end of it. So you'll know that it's us if it says official. Um, and we're up on Facebook as well. We just released a song called Dear Lilith. Um, it is up on all the streaming platforms and we did a music video. If you haven't checked that out, we are basically covered in fire towards the end of it. Um, and that is up on YouTube. Uh, my husband did that. Uh, he does basically all of our like merch and stuff like that. So if you want a guy to do your music videos or your graphics, I'll plug him too. He's sanctioned resistance productions. I tag him in almost everything too. Um, but keep an eye out, out for us. We are going to hopefully be doing a little tour on the East Coast in the summer of 2023. And um, just make sure that you keep following along. And I promise we're going to do so much more music for the following year. So, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Now, is that tour bringing you through Atlanta? I don't know yet. <laughs> don't know yet. Okay. I just had the conversation <laughs> last night. So... <laughs> Well, if you need any help, if you need any contacts, hit us up. We'll plug who we can. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want us to play any shows in Atlanta, just let us know. We'll, we'll go definitely, there. <laughs> definitely will. Definitely will. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your weekend and thank you again. Thank you. You too. Have a good day. Bye. You too. Bye. Bye. The lead question What authority? 